Time now on Sky Sports Radio for Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Right, oh, let's go Greyhounds now. Ron Arnold, good morning to you. Yes, good morning to you, Simon. And uh, yes, uh, it was very nice to see quite a few people under the restriction world come to Wentworth Park last night to watch uh, Group 1 racing. Of course, we know the story. It hasn't been around for a while as far as Sydney Town is concerned. But uh, yes, we certainly had a good roll-up and everybody... Uh, handled the social distancing well. We got through it, and uh, anyway, congratulations to everybody. It was a, a very big night to see those uh, big group ones and plenty of emotion from the uh, connections as they uh, picked up their big prizes for the night. Of course, uh, the Vic Peters Classic, I suppose that was the number one race on the program, Simon, uh, one of the races that's got 70 years of history as far as the GBOTA is concerned. And uh, the history books and honour rolls show that some of the best young greyhounds that have come through this age classic, and they do go on across the next uh, couple of years to uh, do a lot of group racing, and some of them have been our superstars of the sport. And uh, last night, a very, very quality field lined up, and I reckon you could throw a line over the eight of them and say, well, these greyhounds will all make the top grade over their racing career. Most of them only had start somewhere around 15 to 20. They're only youngsters. And uh, it certainly was a, a great race. A little bit of an upset, I suppose. Some people had a little bit of an each way on this greyhound that won the race because of the box draw. Let's pick up Timmy Newbold's replay of the Vic Peters 2020. Racing Tommy Shelby dwelt. Playlist began beautifully. Cash the thief away in a hurry. The kettlemates go together through the first turn. Play the uh, playlist had the lead by one and a half. Simply smudges working to second. They were followed up by Tommy Shelby and then catch the thief. Zipping, zig, zipping Sheldon Houdini. Boy, every jet power at the tail. Playlist led by two over. Simply smudge who can do no better than Tommy Shelby. Playlist clear. The Victorians coming clear. Playlist has won the Vic Peters over Tommy Sheldon. A photo third catch the thief or simply smudge. They'll followed in by Ebby Jet Power Zipping Zeke, followed up by Zipping Sheldon and Houdini Boy. One of the tailenders 29 and 90 the time. Oh, yeah, the battler was out of his chair with that one. The Group 1 Vic Peters there. What a tremendous race last night, Run. Yeah, it certainly was, Simon. And uh, obviously box draws in Greyhound Racing do play a big part and there is no doubt playlist took full advantage of box number one. And uh, a man that celebrated in that, he, uh, it was quite emotional, to be quite honest, because as you can appreciate, you know, the world of Victoria over the last week, Simon, has, has been a, a difficult situation. And to uh, be moving greyhounds around, you've then got to sort of move yourself and family members as well. It's not hasn't been the easiest of weeks. And on top of it, trainer Matt Clark had two greyhounds into the final, which is a wonderful achievement. But as I say, in a week that it was with most of the Victorian life, it was a little bit more complicated than the average times. And uh, it's a great, wonderful privilege to have Matt Clark join us this morning. And good morning, Matt. Yeah, good morning, Ron. Mate, uh, did you get any sleep after that uh, emotion of last night? No, we drove straight home. We've only just got in the driveway at home probably half an hour, an hour ago. So um, I just thought it was most important to get home, get the dogs back to their own beds because we've got to tackle the maturity next Saturday night. So, uh, yeah, the wife and I, we shared the drive and coming home and uh, just got home. So, yeah, oh, well, that's, a, that's a superb achievement. All right, mate, yes. let's just turn the hands of time back to the race itself. I remember when the box draw was done on track the week before and when I was going through that box draw, um, because we we're all social distancing, that the spread out of people was there, and 
when playlist drew box one, I heard a cheer go up, and I noticed that you were obviously extremely happy with that draw. Oh no doubt. Look, I was happy with. Ah, uh, might have just dropped the yellow box. Here we are. Hello. Yeah, I've got you now, mate. Sorry. Yeah. Cash the Thief had a couple of good wins out of the yellow box, and I was quite happy with him. And, you know, in a final like that with two dogs in, you're just happy if one of them gets a decent draw. But for mine, both of them drew well. But in particular, um, playlist, because I knew how hard he, you know, forged to the fence the week before against Tommy Shelby. So um, I was quite excited about him. And I knew just by the last couple of weeks in, in training that the dog was uh, probably sharp. Um, it was also sort of... no. Okay, not sure we can sell John we're, like that, Ron. It's just... losing him there somewhere, yeah. Matty. Unfortunately, as I say, yeah, he's uh, in the back blocks of Victoria at the moment. So, uh, all right, just sort of going on from where Matt was, uh, Simon. Obviously, the Greyhound drew very, very well in box number one, and he handled it well. Um, catch the thief. Obviously, as far as the public were concerned, he's the favourite of the two particular uh, kennel mates, but. You know, box five, and, and you know, Catch the Thief had a few um, little injury issues coming out of the semi-finals, and uh, Matt did go through that last night. How he had to sort of nurse him to get into the boxes, and probably we quite didn't see perhaps the absolute best of Catch the Thief here in Sydney. Which, uh, but he'll he'll be back over time once uh, the world of Victoria can settle down again. And uh, as we say, we may see that if uh, if he goes through the maturity with uh, with his brother there playlist, and again Tommy Shelby. He went to the boxes as favourite. He sort of blew the start. And, and when you're in races like this, Simon, you just can't give that two or three-length start to greyhounds mm-hmm. that have just got the full advantage of uh, better draws. No, but I've got to tell you what, Ronoff, we've tried calling Matt just on a different line. So we'll, we'll keep the fingers crossed and see right. how see how this holds up. Matt, uh, come in once again. Yeah, sorry, Ron. No, that's that all right, mate, no problem. Um, mate, obviously, uh, Catch the Thief, you mentioned on track last night that he just had a couple of little niggling injuries from the semi-final time. Yeah, he put up really scratchy. And, and just with the profile of that dog, um, I just felt enormous pressure all week to get him right, you know. And um, it probably played in the other dog's favour because he pulled up so well that I just it was a normal week for him. And I, I guess by the end of the week, uh, this week, the dogs just thought that uh, Potts Park was their new home. They really settled in and relaxed so well um, that, yeah, I was just... Uh, it, it was The week was getting better as the, as the week went on. So, um, but just, it wasn't without events for the whole week. You know, the wife, um, and I really tried hard to get her up here all week. And the COVID, um, you know, conditions were changing by the day and, he just he just wasn't quite sure if it was all going to come to plan by the Saturday. But, you know, even Saturday morning, we weren't quite sure if the wife would get through the airport, you know. And um, it was just a thrill to get her through, a thrill to be there together and and a thrill for it all to come off. And I think I could tell, obviously, uh, you know, over the, the many years I've been doing feature races there at Wendy Park, Matt, you, you see the emotion of many. And it was more that relief that everything you've been through in the week, irrespective of the dog's success, it was just a relief to get through it and come out with that with that sort of number one prize. And it was a very big week. And as I mentioned last night, you've handled yourself with absolute credit. And uh, it is a big thing. And, and, you know, as I say, we uh, we here in Sydney appreciate working in with the Victorians. Obviously, the, the two states are the major states for greyhound racing. And we do try to go side by side as much as we can. And 
we've got it through. And as I say, we uh, we look forward to seeing you back up here in Sydney and many times to come. Oh, I will, no doubt. Mate, thank you for coming on this morning. Uh, you make sure you get some rest and your wife today. And uh, congratulations again on winning the Vic Peters. And uh, as I say, I certainly hope Victoria can turn itself around and we all just get back to the racetracks together in the very near future. I agree, Ron. Thank you very much for your time. There he is, Simon. Matt Clark, who trained the winner of the Vic Peters last night. He had two runners out of the eight, which is a marvellous achievement in itself. And uh, obviously coming from Victoria is in the cold face of the COVID world and, and there were certainly some battles. But uh, they've got home safely. They've driven all night. So we've sort of caught them at the right time, mate, at the end of a, probably a 10 or 11-hour drive. So... Again, congratulations to everyone. Of course, Simon, there was one other big race there on Saturday night. The girls had their turn with the Peter Mossman Opal, and uh, this was just an explosive performance. A greyhound that's clocked around 29-7 a couple of times at Wendy Park, and she put her best foot forward completely and dominated the race. Let's pick up the replay and the win of Lily Banner. Racing, Nangar Silk away cleanly, Lily Banner flew out, rushes over, ran to the early lead over, Cumbria Bell driving to second and they've jammed behind the leader. Around the outside, Cumbria Nino, they'll follow it up by Memories 1 and then Midnight Flash, followed up by Fire and Ice, Nangar Silk and Junk Food Junkie at the tail of the field, Lily Banner's a long leader approaching the turn over Cumbria Nino, Memories 1, it's all Lily Banner, this is a gap job, she bolted away with a Peter Mossman apple. Lily Banner by a big margin. Over Cumbria Nino, Memories 1, Fire and Ice. Cumbria Bell, Midnight Flash, followed in by Nangar Silk and Junk Food Junkie, the tail ender, 29.70 on the time. Full replay there of the Pete Mossman Opal final from last night. And as you mentioned there, on Lily Banner, but Barry Gibbons was just too strong for them. Yes, and of course, the Gibbons family and that Banner name in Greyhound Racing, Simon is certainly probably the best part of the last 25 years. They've handled some uh, wonderful Greyhounds over their time. And, uh, you know, Baz is the new generation of the Gibbons family coming through, and congratulations to them. It's certainly wonderful. And uh, there was a bit of trouble behind the leader, but it was often gone with the prize. And 29.75, Lily uh, was never going to get beat to start with. Simon, uh, as we get towards the end of the program, there was a Greyhound last night when we look at the clock, this certainly uh, was up there with the best of the feature race winners. It's a greyhound that's won now five of its last six starts. And uh, for Michelle Sultano, Michelle had a double on the night. She had a, The first of them was a drink, Moey, and the second of them was a greyhound called Unison. And I think with Unison, you'll be sitting down to, uh, to drink Moey plenty, plenty of times. It's a very smart greyhound. Let's just pick up Timmy's call of that one. Racing. Unison began beautifully. Top of Rack's away in a hurry, but Unison's got too much early burn and rushes over and led by three through the catching pen over Top of Rack's. Silver Hills in third position, followed up by My Bro Connor. Too easy, Punk Typhoon to excel. Firestone Alley can see them all coming off the back. Unison had it by five over Top of Rack's and Silver Hills around the corner. It's all Unison. Unison wins. Unison first. Silver Hills run second ahead of Topper Brax and my bro Connor. They'll follow it in by Typhoon to Excel. That was the replay there of race seven there on and uh, Unison, a pretty handy win. Yeah, certainly 29.72. That'll win plenty of races around Wenny Park and certainly uh, in the Sultana hands. But this greyhound, you can put that in the black book, Simon. It'll be in plenty of feature races over the coming few months. A greyhound by SH Avatar and uh, what a sire he's proven. He hasn't had that many 
come to the racetrack, but I'll tell you what, his percentage is absolutely outstanding, and uh, congratulations to Michelle and all the Sultana team. Just very quickly, Simon, before we wrap up, um, we just haven't had time to really go through it, but we had a, a launch of a book last night that's been put together on the history of greyhound racing in New South Wales. I will uh, endeavour to get hold of one of the two authors in the next couple of days on the program just to, uh, to digest the whole history from way back when. It's 100 years, magnificent photos. You just can't believe what people have found in libraries and all that, the history of greyhound racing and all the way right through basically to, to today. And uh, obviously everything they've covered from the great dogs of the past, the old tracks and even back in the coursing days. So it's a great read and uh, we'll get plenty of information to where people can uh, purchase that as a gift for any great racing enthusiast and even people from the other two codes. You will enjoy always reading about the history of the days because back in the old days, Simon, everyone followed themselves across the three codes very strongly. So the dogs would all be very common names to many of those people. So the history of greyhound racing from New South Wales, it's now in print and a superb book and we will give that plenty of promotion over the next couple of days. Once upon a time, there were monkeys riding greyhounds, weren't there? Um, oh, they're true, mate, and there's a photo of that in the book, mate. You mm. can certainly see that. They're going over the hurdles and the monkey's hanging on. So. Yeah, a fair dinkum story, yeah. That's uh, it's yeah, extraordinary. Yeah, no, 100% right, mate. No, all that certainly happened, and uh, all you've done now is uh, shown up your and my age, mate. That's about all you've done at the end of the program. <laughs> it gives a new meaning to the expression, get the monkey off your back, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly right. All right mate. Anyway, Put a monkey on Richmond, it. <laughs> Richmond an hour ago around today. Richmond's at 4.30, now at 10 past 5. And uh, plenty of uh, 11 meetings in total across New Zealand and Australia today in Greyhound Racing. So well over 100 races to have a pick somewhere. Get on your run. Uh, thanks very much for your help and enjoy the rest of your day. We'll catch you again next Sunday. Yeah, cheers, Simon.